Hey, Oz. Hey, Curtis. Hey, what movie we watching this week? Oh, I got a perfect movie marriage for you this week. We got a combination of Kill Bill. Okay. With a dash of Home Alone. <laughs> and a whole lot of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. <laughs> this week, we're watching Blue Ruin. It's like Harry Potter. It, well, it's a movie about a guy killed a guy's parents, and mm-hmm. he's coming back for revenge. Got and it. I figured Checks this out. was the this this was the eighth movie. You know, it's the last movie, so it's like they didn't get Voldemort at all until the last one. So there you go. So I almost it. had Bat. I almost had Batman instead of Kill Bill. <laughs> I like Kill Bill in there, although Batman would have worked too. I almost had Batman until I realized no Dwight. He doesn't really fight crime. <laughs> <laughs> he you also know, he, doesn't have a Batmobile either. So no, no, but no. Kill Bill was. I'm like, yeah, out for revenge. That one fits. Mm-hmm. Home Alone. He did have. Because... He did have a Hattori Hanzo sword, though. <laughs> he did. He did use a Hattori Hanzo sword. And that scene where they packed that like. Like that black mamba snake in the suitcase. Oh man! Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Classic and original. And when he almost ran over that guy that shot him with the crossbow, stopped the car, and then gave him the five point exploding heart technique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right there! And the guy was oh, also play, played by Carradine. It was. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was Keith Carradine, but <laughs> so right. clo- close enough. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About Flicks, the weekly podcast where we take a monthly theme and satisfy the theme with banter. I'm one of your hosts, Oz. I'm the other host, Curtis. (laughs) And we're here to talk about a really uplifting, feel-good story. Uh We're here to to talk about Blue Ruin. Uh, Jeremy Salnier's... Right right on the heels of Blue Velvet. Another another knee slapper. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, This one is... uh, This one is... I don't think this one is obviously not as manic as Blue Velvet. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's... uh, Yeah, it's it's right there in the doldrum. Figure we're already down. We might as well kick ourselves, so... Yeah. I already, I already fell crotch first onto a, onto a, a um, <laughs> onto a ladder. I may as well just, yeah. just take another one for the let's, team. Let's do it. So yeah. yeah, it's that, it's that point where like one of us fell like straddling the top rope while the other mm-hmm. one just shook the top rope yeah. back and yep. forth because oh, it makes it hurt so much more. That, that's so painful in wrestling. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Well, we definitely want to give a shout-out to Patreon subscribers. Don S., Aaron A., and Mady K., thank you again for your patronage. We thank are you, wrapping up. We're wrapping up Bluevies Month. Can you believe it? We are. Another, another month. Blue. It went by quick. Oh, episode 82. Wow. We're like 30 episodes into year two. <laughs> Don't say that. Of our show. Wow. I know. Wow. It's, it's, yeah, I know. Yeah. We're closing in. We're mm-hmm. past the halfway point. It's the point of no return. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Blue Ruined, uh, like I mentioned, Jeremy Salnier, I don't think it was his directorial debut, I don't believe, but I like this guy. 
Yeah. I really like this guy. Uh, no, it was not. I talked last week that Murder Party was his directorial mm. debut. Um, <laughs> murder, murder, was... murder. <laughs> it kind of sounded Swedish chefish there. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, but Murder Party is a lot of fun. I hope we could squeeze that in because I really, yes. I know you'd really enjoy it. But yeah, for this one, we're going to take it back 10 years to Murder Party. Uh, no, Blue Ruin. Sorry. Um, I'll let you get to the cast because we're going to mention a guy here that is a staple of Jeremy Selenier's work. Uh-huh. Uh, Macon Blair. So yep. take it away with the cast. You're right. Macon Blair plays the lead Dwight Evans. No, not not famous Boston Red Sox right fielder Dwight Evans, but uh, a no. <laughs> no. other Dwight Evans. Uh, <laughs> plays the lead, uh, a man who's living in his car on a beach and is just kind of drifting through life until uh and until the guy who supposedly murdered his parents is released from prison so yeah, like 20 year 20 years of prison. uh-huh yeah. uh we have dwight's sister his kind of a strange sister sam played by amy hargreaves uh she has a i, I don't know it's a normal-ish life what we would consider yeah. to be a normal normal-ish life Living in the suburbs, has a kid, that kind of thing. We have uh, Dwight's long-lost best friend, Ben. Uh, Blake, played by <laughs> David Rattray? Rat Ray? Devin. Devin? De- Devin, yeah. Rattray. Him too. I, I'm going to go with Rat it's Ray. French. It's it's <laughs> Rat Ray. Rat Ray. Rat Ray. Is it Devin? I put David down. Whatever. It's okay. It's Devin. Okay. Sorry, yeah, he played. Yeah, he played. He played Buzz in Home Alone. Seriously, and Home Alone too. Yeah, that was oh, Buzz. Wow. That's where I, the I, home, I did. That's where I did the home, not, Yeah. Well, that's probably. I probably missed it because I was looking up David Rattray and not Devin. <laughs> probably, <laughs> maybe it. That, that's his why filmography. Just, his filmography is not as extensive as Devin. No, no, um, no. Devin goes way. Yeah, back. yeah. He play, He was Buzz in Home Alone and Home Alone Two: Back to the Miners. Okay. <laughs> Home Alone two and a half. Yeah, Home Alone two. Citizens on Patrol. Uh, we have the Cleland family. Oz, I'm just gonna buzz through all the the names. We have Wade Cleland Jr., the supposed killer. Spoiler alert of yeah. uh, of Dwight and Sam's parents. We have his brothers Teddy Cleland and Carl Cleland. Uh, and then we also have uh, what is it like a sister and an in law or a sister and a cousin? Yeah, or something a co- like that. cousin. It's a cousin. Hope Cleland and Chris Cleland. Chris played by uh, Jan Brady herself, Eve Plum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have William Cleland, all, uh, played by David W. Thompson. Uh, a teenage Cleland family member. Mm-hmm. Which I'll get back to later on. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. That's our cast. That's it. We got, that's we got, it. We got the Evans siblings. Uh, <laughs> a couple, several dozen Clelands, and bam, <laughs> bam, bam. So, all right, my it's my week this week, so mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, I'm going to unlayer this onion of a plot. It's really not that deep. Let's just no. put it this way: it's a pretty if simple only, movie. If if you've got a few minutes and you're you've made it this far, but you got to duck out, I'll just tell you what this movie's about: revenge. Yep, P- plain That's and it. simple. This movie is about uh, 20 years of pent-up vengeance and revenge. Hey, um, Oz. You got... Yeah. It's okay, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, 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 it's okay. okay. It's, it's okay, Bruce. It's okay, Bruce. 
it, 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 it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so we've got. Oh man, I remember you. <laughs> I about spit I up my popcorn. When, when, yeah. Yes, you did when uh, when he was doing the stethoscope and he just yeah. lifted. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Minute made lemonade def- everywhere. Definitely not a funny part of the movie, but I still got you to crack. So. You did, you did. That that is a that is a fun memory. <laughs> stethoscope. <laughs> It's okay, Bruce. <laughs> Too loud, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we've got Dwight. We we meet Dwight, who yes. is living out of his car. Um, in he's in a beach community somewhere. I yeah. mean, he's he's homeless. Uh, yeah. but I get the feel he's homeless by choice. Um, yeah. the weight that this man wears is. Unnecessary, traumatic for sure. sure. And it's not fair for me to to say it's unnecessary because obviously to him it is very necessary. Um, but Dwight lives out of his car. And more importantly, I don't know if you caught this, Dwight lives out of the car that his parents were murdered in. Yeah. Um, and so he's scavenging for food. He it's, I mean we yeah, just we caught, meet Dwight caught in this grief cycle and he just I mean, can't shake he, himself out of it. But he's smart. Yeah. He's not he's not your stereotypical homeless uh you know vagrant that's mm. milling around everywhere like he's smart we one of our first scenes is he's taking a bath. Yeah. Um and then he hears somebody outside and he busts out the screen in the bathroom window and or you know and leaves cuz mm. he's broken into this house to clean himself and he you get the vibe he's been doing this a long time. Yeah. But again, he doesn't he doesn't steal anything from these families. He just gets clean you know cleans up to take a bath um and so he's you know one one night he falls asleep at the car and he gets woken up by the police and i really like this scene because it really really felt like here come the cops they're gonna badger this homeless guy yeah. mm-hmm. um you know even the police officers like you're not in trouble i need you to come down to the station we find out he's actually got a pretty warm relationship with yeah. at least this cop. Yeah, he does. Because he's not a he doesn't cause trouble. He's he keeps to himself. He's mm-hmm. just he just lives in his hermit shell of trauma. Yeah. Um, but the cop informs him that uh, Wade Cleland is being released, um, and he's he's going to be set free. Now Dwight's in Delaware, so this is like the Delaware police telling him this. But <laughs> he's in—he lives Delaware, Delaware. Hey everybody, <laughs> I'm in Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> this might be two weeks in a row we've made a Wayne's World reference. Um, <laughs> Wayne's World is the—it's the new Dewey Cox so around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and so Dwight decides it's time. He, this is the moment he's been waiting for. This is his Joe Chill moment mm-hmm. of, I'm going to go home, I'm going to go to the prison, and I'm going to, I'm going to kill Wade yeah. Cleveland. Like this yeah. is this is this is my story. Yeah, um, kill the kill the man who killed my parents. Yeah, he he even he steals a gun at one point. Like he's just. He's he's going around a bar looking in vehicles. I thought honestly he was looking for somewhere that had keys. He was looking he was looking for a vehicle that had a firearm in it. Mm-hmm. Finds a gun that's got a lock. He ends up breaking the gun. Yeah, like you can just get the feel that Dwight's not good at this. He's got a plan with 
not a lot of competency towards execution because really he's just a nice guy. Um, yeah, yeah, you get the idea he hasn't hunted someone down and killed them for revenge yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, this isn't something, yeah, it's it's his first time. He's, he's, a, he's, <laughs> he's a rook. He's a first-timer. Yeah. <laughs> getting his first long stamp. Long-time listener, long-time <laughs> listener, first-time caller. <laughs> He's getting his first stamp on the sub-club card. That's true, that's true. So, uh, he does, he makes it to the prison, and the Clelands show up in a limousine to pick up Wade. So, already, like, monkey wrench number one of, uh-huh. okay, this isn't going to go as planned. So, plan B, he follows the limousine um, the entire way. They just stop at some roadside club really mm-hmm. um everybody goes inside and again he he doesn't have a plan other than um must kill the queen like it's it's funny you mentioned that you bring that quote up um uh, every every uh every evening for di- uh, during dinner i i quiz my my wife on celebrity birthdays and oh, so okay. i'll just so i'll just name the celebrity and she has to tell me if if it like how old they are, so as oh, of, the, okay. as of the, t- the time of this recording, it is Reggie Jackson's seventy seventh birthday. <laughs> Must kill the queen. <laughs> so this is so this is my second naked gun reference <laughs> to, in the last two hours. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I could contribute. To yes, this yes, completely unknown. That's why we share a brain. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, Dwight also lifted up second base to get another gun. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Luckily, Enrico Palazzo has a cameo yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Enrico Palazzo. Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> but enough of the feel-good fun movies. Let's get yeah. back to Blue Ruin. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dwight follows him into the club. Because, again, he, he knows I, he can't be seen, but he's got to get the job done. Like his, mm-hmm. This is what he's been waiting for for 20 years. Um, he does find a way into the club um, and coincidentally finds himself in a bathroom here's somebody come in what happens to be wade um wade sees somebody looking at him through the stall reacts accordingly long story short um dwight like stabs him in the neck you know wade fights back because (laughs) let's put it this way dwight's lived on a beach eating garbage for 20 years yep uh wade wade cleland's been in prison like uh-huh. he's he's a little harder. This is twenty years of prison. This isn't like um this isn't like say anything where dad's been in prison for like five days <laughs> and is suddenly chain smoking. Yeah, he's 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 selling cigarettes to the rest exactly. of the of the, yeah. of the no, prison. This this is a full sentence way to served. Um and he's got he's got a screwdriver, stabs him in the neck. That doesn't stop him. You know, Wade starts choking him out, and Dwight stabs him in like in the temple. Yeah, uh, pretty grisly effects too, because mm-hmm. that that blood was just pumping. You know, and I I, I love just the reaction because he just kind of blinks. Like it's it's just it, it it looked like it happened the way it's like it would really go down. Yeah. Um. So Dwight takes off he he realizes he's on borrowed time now because it's going to be no time at all that they come looking uh-huh. for him in the bathroom escapes out the back takes his uh takes his um screwdriver or it's like a knife no he had a knife it wasn't a screwdriver it was a knife um they stole out of the kitchen took a knife punctures the uh front tire of the limousine gets in his car the necklace that he has his keys on was grabbed by Wade in the bathroom. So he left his car keys in the club. Uh-oh. 
So plan B, he jumps back in the limousine that's got a flat tire and takes off. Like, that's his escape plan. Um, And we really get a feel for how Dwight is when they are, he's got his getaways on the highway or whatever, and he hears a knock on the the divider window, Uh and it's this this teenage Cleveland boy, William. And he just pulls the car over and lets him go. Like, we find out why later. Mm-hmm. Um, but he pulls the car over and just lets him go. And, but not before William says, Wade didn't kill your parents. You know, well, of course, William has a, he doesn't know what happened to Wade, but based the amount of blood that's all over Dwight, he has a pretty yeah. good idea. He knows something, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, it just tells him Wade didn't kill your parents. So now Dwight, thinking that one plus one equals two, like, you killed some of mine. I killed some of yours. We're even. Mm-hmm. Um, he's reignited a fire here. Uh, and so we cut away from that. He heads back. Again, he goes back to Virginia. He actually uh, gets himself cleaned up. Gets a sh- He breaks into another house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shaves. Shave, you know, gets a hair, cuts his hair, shaves, steals some clothes to go visit his sister. Catches her on her way to work. Like, <laughs> hey, sis. Haven't seen you in a minute. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, 20 years. Yeah, so um, Sam takes him out for breakfast, you know, just to kind of catch up, realizes mm-hmm. eh, something's a little off, you know. Um, and Dwight tells her, I, I killed Wade. Yeah, just tells you know, her right I, there in the I, restaurant. Like, Yeah, it's just, and you, you got the sense that even the weight that that, that that revelation was revealed, it was part celebratory, but equal parts, I don't feel better. Yeah. Like, he delivers this news, which is the news he's been waiting to do. But at the same time, it's like, I did, didn't do it. Like, yeah. I just murdered a man. Like, well, she and, even and, says, I, I hope he suffered. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, she she's she holds the same amount of, of hate. Yeah. Um, she's just able to function. Yeah. And, and Dwight almost kind of chooses couldn't. to function. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they go back to the house, you know, they're doing their thing or whatever. And he turns the TV on and there's nothing on the news about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I mean, this is a little kind of goofy storytelling a little bit. Yeah. It's, it does play into that whole, um, you know, the, the TV is always on the news bit that you need when you turn it on, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, you every know, every is, channel is 24 hour news cycle. Exa- yeah. And they're always, nobody's at commercial. They're always right where you need them. Yeah. Right. Um, but Dwight realizes, wait a minute. I, there's no mention of the murder. Yeah. Um, eh, I mean, granted it falls into the plot, but it easily could have been short sighted of like, well, maybe this news station wasn't picking up local murders at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how different this movie would have been had that TV been on like wheel of fortune. <laughs> or the Weather Channel. <laughs> no, why haven't they mentioned Wade Cleland's murder yet? Well, it's, it's, it's weather on the eights. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> which, which was also the puzzle that they were solving. Yeah, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> weather on the eights. Yeah, he's, he's just he's waiting for Pat Sajak to drop that Wade Cleland's been murdered. <laughs> he cuts to the Sham Wow guy, and there's still no mention of Wade, Wade's murder. Uh, but anyway. You know, to relevancy to the plot is Dwight puts puts two and two together really quick that they're not going to mention the murder because they never reported the murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Clelands are equally out for revenge. Um, 
that they're going to take this, take care of this themselves and not get the police involved. Double revenge. Because again, Dwight really is an intelligent dude. He quickly Uh realizes that the car he's been driving is registered to Sam's address. So, and he left the car there. Mm -hmm. They have the car. They have the keys. They have the car. They're going to figure out. I mean, I don't know if I would have given the Clelands that much, like, respect in the education department kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he... He's jumping to panic conclusions, and it just happened to be exactly what they were doing. Well, and he's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's right. You know, it's like, it's very, I'm glad it was, because the movie would have really drug, but, uh, you know, it turns out Sam's married to a Cleveland. He just know it. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Dwight realizes they're probably on their way here. You need to take the girls. You need to get out of here. Of course, mm. she's, like, instantly mad. Like, what? You know, it's like, okay, you just kind of celebrated his murder not too long ago. Like, come on. Like, yeah. don't get mad at your brother. Like, you're the one that let him have the car for 20 years and kept it registered in your name. It's your fault, Sam. Um, Is it ever revealed what she does? No. I, maybe she manages that restaurant they went to. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That's why she she looked late for work, but really wasn't. <laughs> she, she makes like ice cream cakes for a living. <laughs> right. Those ice she's cream dog, cakes aren't going to make themselves. <laughs> right. She's dog walker. <laughs> um, we apologize to those people out there that make a living off decorating ice cream cakes and walking dogs. It is a necessary part of our yeah, economy. Yeah. And we thank you for your efforts. Um, <laughs> So Dwight was right. Uh, we cut to that evening. Dwight's basically bun- he's bunkered down in the house, waiting for them to to arrive, waiting for these brothers to show up. They do. Uh, mm-hmm. Teddy and Carl they show up in Dwight's car. Yeah. Which smart move, really, because that car is registered to that house. Like, yep. why wouldn't you? Um, you know, they come at him. He kind of escapes. Uh, he as he's. Um, as he goes to drive away, like he runs over Teddy, uh, like just smashes into him, doesn't kill him, just knocks him out, mm-hmm. then proceeds to put him in the trunk of the car. So he's got his car back now. But before he could drive away, Carl, who uh, likes to fight with a crossbow, apparently. Um, it's like Hawkeye here. <laughs> yeah, catches him in the thigh with a bolt. And Owie. Yeah, like those have barbs on them. That doesn't feel good. Um Dwight again tries to keep you know the experts out of the picture and uh it attempts to get rid of this crossbow bolt himself. <laughs> yeah, he goes to the pharmacy and he's like all sweaty and whatnot because because he's Bloody. got an arrow in his leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Buy like bottles of rubbing alcohol and like right. and like peroxide and yeah. I mean, it looks like he's he's making one hundred percent effort to just stay conscious. Like yeah. You know, the pharmacist is, <laughs> the exchange here, he's just like looking at it and he's he's just pale and sweaty, like you said. And and it, he just looks at the pharmacist <laughs> and he's like, I, um, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I got, I got nothing. <laughs> I wish they would have done one of those shots where like they show from his perspective and like, and, and it's like the, the pharmacist oh, is like, is like, like the woozy yeah, cam. <laughs> <laughs> Like the woozy camp and the pharmacist is like, would you like to enter your rewards number? <laughs> Everything shot with like a fisheye lens. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one butterfinger. <laughs> um, yeah. 
uh, Dwight um, realizes. I mean, he cuts he cuts the the arm off of that bolt, but I mean, he takes a pair of like pliers and like he's basically just trying to retract this thing from his flesh. Yeah, um, not working. Realizes it's it's way too much. Um, so he goes to the hospital wisely. Like yeah. passes out like in the ER and it's just like I got an arrow in my leg and then comes to like he's been tended to you know they uh, they take care of you know they stitch him up he's he's fine you know he's still hurt but <laughs> but he's good as new <laughs> yeah he's fine I like how he look like like. <laughs> He lifts the blanket to look at his leg. I don't know what he was expecting to see down there. <laughs> he now we just, they replaced his leg with, with two other legs. <laughs> He's got three legs now and not in the weird way. <laughs> you know what he should have done was like in uh, Tal- uh, Talladega Nights. You just take another arrow and just jam it into oh, your leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> try to wedge it out. Try to pry it out. Here, I'll use another one. Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> now I got two knives in my leg. <laughs> that was a fun scene. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it that way, Cal. <laughs> you got a super deep voice, Michael yeah. Clark Duncan, in there. Try, try this knife to wedge it out. Um, and, uh, and so um, he gets he gets treated and decides he needs some help. He's got no like he's he knows where they are. They don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. He's he, he's still he's still got Teddy in the trunk. Yeah, he's still there. Like he's still in the trunk. I'm ass, I'm assuming that while he's parked the car at the hospital, getting treated overnight, Teddy's probably just pounding away on the inside <laughs> of that trunk. No one pays attention though. It's not his time. Uh, so. Um, Dwight goes in to find his friend um, Ben uh, Ben Gaffney. <laughs> it's goes pronu- to his it's house. pronounced Ben. 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 <laughs> he goes to his house. It was kind of a sweet scene. Ben's mom invites him in. They talk for a minute, and and Dwight's really in a hurry. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mom tells him where Ben works, and and he's like, "Why well, I, I gotta go?" And she's like, "Oh, I was gonna ask if you have, you know, if you ha- wanted some tea." He's like, I, "I would love some tea." Like. Just yeah. the human side of Dwight is there, and he fights so hard to keep that put away for revenge. And it's I, I just I like that I like that scene. Um, so he gets with Ben. You can tell they haven't seen each other in twenty years either. Like yeah. it's been forever. Uh, they rekindle a little bit on some old you know memories that they had, and Dwight just gets down to it. Like I need a gun, and I need you to show me how to use it. Um, and you know I got a guy in my trunk. And, you know, and, and like Ben's, I, I'm going to say cool enough, I guess, to be like, like, I, I don't mean cool, but it's like yeah. with this news, yes. Ben is yeah, just he, like, he does, cool. he does, he's like, huh? <laughs> right. Like, oh, and, okay. and I, don't, I, I don't mean like, I want to be friends with Ben, but I just mean that like, upon hearing this news of his friend, he's yeah. like, he's okay, not I'll shocked. Help you out. Yeah. He doesn't no. express shock or, or uh, stress or anything like that. You know? And he's like, Hey, I've got, I've got some, I've got some land. We'll just go out there. You can take care of it. Get, tells him the plan, open the trunk, pull the gun quick. Um, so Teddy pops up out you know, and Dwight's just not good. He's just no. not good at this stuff. Um, they're having this back and forth. You know, Teddy tells Wade what William told Wade. Hey, they're not Wade Dwight. Teddy tells Dwight what William t- told Dwight. Wade didn't kill your parents. Your dad was having an affair 
with my mom mm-hmm. and my dad killed your parents. But my dad was so sick, we didn't want him to die in prison. So Wade took the fall. And um, and it's all of this is just pouring over Dwight to where it's like this processing of like, I, I'm, I'm wrong, but I'm so far down this path, I can't just stop. Yeah. Like, he's committed. He's in. Like, because I killed one of yours. Like, you, you're not just going to let me go because yeah. of a misunderstanding. You know, so he's got to see this through, even though he, he he realizes I was wrong. And the man who did kill my parents is dead. And, he, and, and uh, you know, Ted even tells him, hey, almost like, sorry about your mom. She just happened to be there. Like, yeah. that was not the plan. The plan was to kill your dad. Sorry about your mom. Um, you know, Teddy, Dwight throws him the phone. You can make a phone call. Teddy pranks him by not making a phone call. Mm. Long story short, Teddy ends up with the gun, um, pulls it on Dwight and hesitates too long because we hear a crack, you know, like a crack shot mm-hmm. to a point where Teddy turns and then just takes his jaw off. Yeah, like, it just flies off. It's, it's weird because it's like this movie doesn't need this gore. But it feels more complete with it because you feel like there's actual physical evidence of pain yeah. that that represents what Dwight has been feeling all this time. You know, the stab to the temple and just watching that blood spurt out. It just felt yeah. very real. Like the, the special effects work is really good in this. Um, and so, you know, Ben kills Dwight and is like, let's load him back in the trunk. You're not leaving him on my land. Um you know, and he just, they part ways. Ben's just like, okay, uh, here's some food. Here's some more weapons. Dwight tells him the plan. I got to go finish this. Like, I got to go to their house. I got to go take them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Dwight does actually kind of kind of a kind thing. Um, apparently, when Ben wasn't looking, Dwight stole the battery out of his truck. As just to like, thank you for your help, but you need to stay out of this. Yeah. Even though Dwight probably could have used some help. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have helped him more than not. But yes, yeah. yeah. But um, this is his fight. It's his hill to die on. And so we go to the Cleveland house. Dwight breaks in. Well, first he buries Teddy. Yeah. He breaks in and finds as many guns and firearms as he can. Oh my the house. goodness! There are guns yes. everywhere in this house. Oh, like, everywhere. Yeah. Yes, a lot of firearms. I bet I know how these people vote. Um, and so, <laughs> green, finds a green lot. party. Yeah, yeah, wigs. <laughs> the totally Tory wig wigs, party. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, but he, I mean, he takes a lot of guns out of here. Um, like the amount of guns he took out was the amount of guns Arnold Schwarzenegger put on in the <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> like it'd be a fun scene of of you know. Dwight taking them all out like Radon Chong when she's coming out with her shopping cart of weaponry. Yeah. And then cut to John Matrix putting all these all this weaponry back on. Um, John Matrix. And so uh, Dwight's, he's just going to ambush him. I'm going to wait for him. He, he makes a phone call to their house, leaves an answering machine message, mm-hmm. and then waits for them to come home and listen to it. Um, which they do. Tells him Teddy's dead. Leave my sister out of this. We're even. Like, like you killed two of mine. I killed two of yours. We're good. Yeah. 
But of course, he knows they're not good. That's why he's already in the house waiting to ambush. Well, one of them um, even says out loud, like, leave my sister out of this. And the guy is like, yeah, we're going to go track her down at Pittsburgh. Yeah, like, yeah, it was never in the intention. It, I mean, yeah. this was, both of these parties are going to see this through to the end. Um, so we've got one Dwight, but we have three Clelands. We're at Carl, Chris, and Hope. Um when they when Dwight realizes after listening to them go overboard that yes, they're going to go kill Sam and her family, Dwight steps out and and smartly shoots Carl, like mm-hmm. takes out the 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 male of the three, thinking he's probably the most physically threatening. Mm-hmm. Um holds the others at gunpoint. Dwight forgot about William. William didn't come into the house with the rest of them. William's kind of hunkering down outside. Comes in, sneaks around the back, um, and shoots Dwight in the side with... It's like, like a rifle or something? Yeah, I don't know, because it was enough to obviously do the damage, maybe, but it didn't it was like, like, it was like destroy a double, him. It was like a double-barrel, maybe, shotgun, because it had two yeah. rounds in it. Yeah, because he, he shot him, and he shot him good. But even Dwight said, he goes, you know, this doesn't hurt as much as that crossbow. Like, yeah. you know, but again, he's, he's in such... I mean... His body has shut that down. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, this, in shock. It, it hurt, Dwight. <laughs> you just don't know. But he tells William to leave. Like, go. You know, he disarms him. I mean, William was going to finish it off. He he gets gets the gun away from William. The mm-hmm. sisters are still, the sister and, and the cousin are still there. Tells William to leave. Tells him the keys are in the car. You need to go. Um, of course, the sisters are kind of, weirded out by it and that's what Dwight tells him that's my half brother like mm-hmm. William is the love child of my dad and your mom that's not that's he's just as much my brother as you are which explains why like Dwight knew this I don't know if William knew this I doubt William probably knew this yeah the Clelands don't seem much of a let's tell you about everything that's true in your life uh-huh um, Let, let's sit down and have some tender moments. <laughs> right. So he tells William to go, tells the sisters, that's my brother. Explains why you let him go in the limo. Mm-hmm. Explains why you let him go here. Um, and then we just basically get a firefight. Uh, Hope finds the Uzi that they had hidden under the recliner. Yeah. Um, pulls the recliner lever. And yeah. Like, and it like flips over and there's like an automatic yeah. machine gun there. Yeah. And she just unloads. Um, you know, on Dwight, Dwight gets a shot off on Hope. You know, it's like basically this train. It's this. Yeah. Like a reservoir dogs kind of. Yeah. I was thinking more that, um, that ending scene of the episode of the office where Michael, Andy and and Pam all have finger guns pulled on each other. That's right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Savannah episode, I think it was. Uh, but yeah, basically it's, you kill me. I shot her. She shot you Mm. and, uh, Dwight laying on the floor dying and he just keeps mumbling. The keys are in the car. Like he's just his last words. Like Mm. he's dead. Mission accomplished on all parts. Like he took out the Clelands. They took out Dwight. I'm assuming Sam was not harmed by William. William really didn't seem like a pure blood Cleland. Yeah, even um, though even though he did go after uh Dwight there at the end. He, yeah. He seemed on the meeker side. 
Right. I think you went after Dwight because again, like you've got a gun pulled. You you just killed my brother. Yeah. You got a gun pulled on my sister and cousin. Like I get where William was coming from. Like you invaded our house and have killed yeah. our people. Um, but even then he just kind of felt kind of that that tenderness of Dwight of like, I don't want to do this, but yeah. you have to. So, um, and that's Blue Ruin. There it is, folks. It really is a simple plot. Yeah. Um, but just, I, I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. I really yeah, do. Yeah, it was a good watch. I appreciate you throwing it on the list. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I always get worried, but I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, folks, at this point in the show, Waz and I each give our own unique rating to the movie we've been yapping about, in this case, 2013's Blue Ruin. Oz, how would you rate this flick? Mm, I'm going to give this uh, two garbage sandwiches. <laughs> just because Dwight's hungry. He needs more. That's two, not two out of ten. That's just two. Just two. two yeah. Two just two sandwiches. sandwiches. Two garbage sandwiches. Yep. Two, yep. Yep, that's what I'm going to give it. What do you got? I'm going to give this a 17 for the total lines of dialogue in this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. You're about right. You're about right, yeah. Yep. Well, real real quiet film. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of, not a lot of talking in this one. No, no. <laughs> As opposed to too much talking. It's too much talking. <laughs> <laughs> not enough Love talking. You, Deb. Not enough Love talking you, Deb. in this movie. <laughs> Next up, we got Outside Insights. Folks, Oz and I have been scouring the interwebs, looking for unprofessional reviews that tickle our funny bones, and we hope they tickle yours, too. Oz, what is your Outside Insight? I got two. Okay. They're short. The first one is a one-star review by uh, by Fozzie Isaac, left mm. uh, July of last year. He says, uh, just because TikTok says it's underrated doesn't mean it is. <laughs> 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 and my second um is a half star review i i feel like i've read a review from shlomo baggins before <laughs> shlomo baggins shlomo baggins okay <laughs> it was left april of last year i'm glad you're taking a drink keep that water in your mouth oh, god i <laughs> gotta short out my keyboard this is a half star review for the movie blue ruin Okay. I always I always heard this was a good movie, but Laura Dern is totally overacting. <laughs> plus, plus half a star for Dennis Harper, hyper, hyperventilating. <laughs> but minus, but minus half a star for pasty Kyle McLachlan body. <laughs> so they watched Blue Velvet and then wrote a review for Blue Ruin. <laughs> and even then still still screwed up. <laughs> right. With Dennis. Dennis, Dennis Harper, Harper, Dennis, Dennis Harper, Harper yep. and Ky- Kylie, Kylie McLachlan, Kylie, <laughs> Kylie McLachlan. <laughs> oh, Dennis Harper and Kylie McLachlan. Dennis, I'm Kylie McLachlan. <laughs> oh, thank you, Shlomo Baggins. <laughs> Here and back again. <laughs> so that's that's my. Uh, I did. I had the TikTok one, and I read this one. I'm like, oh, I I gotta put this in because they reviewed the wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, those are my two. What do you got? Uh, my review is a ten out of ten uh, from the Internet oh, Movie Database. Okay. This is from Svets Svetoslav Grigorov <laughs> from 2014. Blue Ruin. Okay. If you like No Country for Old Men, Falling Down, Reservoir Dogs, Taxi Driver. Take out the commercial element from all of these and just leave the bare bones of the pure cinema with 
A, an actor whose face looks like your shy friend. B, you cannot see any high-budgeted actor in it, but all of them play way better than Daniel Craig and Al Pacino together. C, <laughs> the script will take... Are they on each other's shoulders? Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> Under a trench coat, yeah. <laughs> uh, C, the script will take your head off, even if you've been prepared for it and watched thousands of B-slash-indie movies in advance. D, the camera work is magnificent. E, trust me, I am a doctor. If you like a good, <laughs> if you like a good action movie, not set up upon Hollywood standards, watch this movie. So far, the best movie of the year. I'm a, I'm a doctor. Doctor I'm, Cinema. I'm a doctor. <laughs> doctor Movie. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's good. Doc, ten, ten, Dr. Uh, Craig Pacino. Right? Craig Pacino. If you, if you mashed them together into a fine paste, it's still got nothing. You know Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon from Stuck on You? Imagine Al Pacino <laughs> and Daniel Craig. Like, like uh, was it Klaatu from, from Total Recall? Yeah. Daniel Craig's head coming out of Al Pacino's belly. <laughs> I like that. It's just, this guy's way better than that. <laughs> he's, he's way better than that could ever be. <laughs> Like Craig from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> nice job making Blair. If you're listening, you have totally outperf- outperformed a yeah. Daniel Craig yes. Al Pacino hybrid. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> An unholy mishmash of Daniel Craig and Al Pacino. <laughs> you did it. You did it, Megan Blair. <laughs> you, you retire. You're done. You can't top that. Right. And why would you want to? <laughs> no, no Oscar or reward could come close to that. You outacted. No. <laughs> you outacted the love child of Daniel Gregg and Al Pacino. That's right. The Siamese Craig Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. So that's my outside inside, Oz. Um, oh, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, folks, it's, it's like as I collect myself and wipe the tears from my face. Uh, it's that point of the show you've all been waiting for. The three, two, one. Our signature segment where we uh, each bring three goods, two bads, and one ha huh, to the table. Oz, what are your three goods for Blue Ruin? Uh, my first one is uh, Dwight's pain, both emotional and physical, is just very real. Yeah. Like, and I think. And to to honestly give credit where credit is due to Macon Blair, like he 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 wore that trauma. He yeah. didn't throw it at the camera. It wasn't oozing out of him. It just you could tell the weight yeah. of it. I mean, I mean, he hung his shoulders the entire movie. Like it just you know, and just in the physical reaction of like you know trying to remove a crossbow a crossbow bolt from your leg, like oh, you know, this guy. <laughs> is somehow the weakest and strongest person in this whole movie. Yes. Um, my second good is I really did like the relationship between the Delaware police and Dwight at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, because he he was harmless. Was he doing some very minor breaking and entering? Yeah, to take a bath. Like, like yes, it's still unsettling, but he even had enough respect for the houses he was breaking into to not get caught. Like, yeah. um, And the police, they, you know you felt like this, this lady cop cared about him, you yeah. know, just, um, you know, that she was kind and, 
And that's something you don't see often between police and homeless people mm-hmm. in the movies. Yeah, uh, and tra- my third, treating, yeah, treating the homeless with dignity. Yeah, and my third is I. It's not a. I won't call it a twist because it's not a twist. I mean, it was part of the plot the whole time. Is Dwight thinking he's got all the details, but not having them, and mm-hmm. and that the clouded, despite how intelligent and really thought out he was how much clouding was going on because of this focus on revenge and not the details. Um, And so that's my third good is just watching him have a plan from the start and then have to evacuate that plan immediately and figure it out as it goes along while still ending up at the same destination. Mm -hmm. So those are my three goods. What do you got? Uh, my first, uh, my first good is uh, right at just the first ten minutes or so. I just love the slow burn as Dwight mm-hmm. just, you know, as he stalks the Clelands, you know, outside of the uh, outside of the prison, following him in the car, following him to the club, following him into the bathroom, because you right. you kind of have an idea about what's going to happen, but you know, it's there's very little dialogue at the beginning, just very mm-hmm. little, and so you you have some general ideas about what's going on, but you're still kind of piecing it together as, as, as Dwight, you know, it, again, had sort of a plan, but you're kind of figuring it out as he does. Yeah. And so I, I just really like that slow burn, let the audience kind of figure things out, you know, at the beginning. Uh, my second good is this movie had a budget of less than $500,000 and it yeah. was crowdfunded through Kickstarter. So yes, kudos, yes. So yeah, kudos to the filmmakers and the crew for, for getting by on such a meager budget and still putting out a, a really, really solid piece of cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my third good is just, I, uh, you and I both kind of are in our goods already spoken to this, but I'll, I'll give it a standalone good. And that's just the tension in this movie mm-hmm. very tense movie very taut again dwight's in all, almost every shot of the movie um you know there's a sequence when he's he breaks into the cleveland's house and he doesn't know that nobody's there right away and the camera's just right in his face just yeah. right in making bear's face face the whole time as he's going through the house uh so just very tense movie you don't know what kind of what's going on around each corner and with each little kind of twist and turn in the story and you know watching him react to finding new information or watching him react to having a bolt in his leg or watching him yeah. re- react to someone that like to Teddy awakening in the trunk, you know, <laughs> um, just very, very tense movie overall in the best of ways. So those are my three goods. Oz, what are your two bads? Um, my first bad is Dwight actually thinking the Clelands would see things as even. Yeah. Like there, I think there, I think there really truly was a part in Dwight's, brain that was like we're, we're good i think he was desperate for them to accept that they were good like mm. he wanted so badly to be out of this plan by be like hey i've killed two years you killed two of mine we're even right right you know mm-hmm. and knowing that like please accept this as being fine because i don't want to go all the way through um so that was my first bad is it's like you know you should have known better from the start imagine uh the other brother as they're listening to the answering machine and being instead of being yeah we're gonna go to pittsburgh and kill her imagine <laughs> him being like yeah we're done we are even aren't we <laughs> right you make I, a very valid point sister <laughs> <laughs> i hope she's safe and sound in pittsburgh <laughs> 
Ooh, uh, we all could sleep easy tonight knowing that this is over. <laughs> that really William, would've... come on in. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over, William. And and then <laughs> and and then it, all, it re-escalates when they all start to relax and realize there's someone in their house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now now Dwight like steps on a creaky floorboard on the way out, and <laughs> somebody's in the house. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> Oh, my second bad is um, <laughs> my second bad is when they're listening to the answering machine message, and uh, and I feel bad for Eve Plum because it's it's Eve Plum. Um, yeah. But when they got the news that Teddy's dead, uh, and, and just both uh, both the girls and they're just extremely Dream dramatic reaction to it. Just, oh my god, you did it! Just, I mean, it just, it was, it was, it was comical. Like, yeah. so it's like, yes, it's terrible news, and yes, it's yeah. traumatic. I get it. But almost, it's like, almost took like, you out of the moment. Yeah, almost like there's our chance. Hope, let's get it. Like you know, we're gonna get him. <laughs> like it was like, oh, it did. It just, it took you out of the moment because it just, there's just so <laughs> just, much reaction to it. So. That was that was my second bad. Was just the the level they went to in their one moment of 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 dialogue. So yeah, those are my bads. It was it was nitpicky again this week. It was sure. tough to find a, yeah. a hole. So, right, what do you got? Uh, my my first bad is the the William being his being Dwight's brother twist didn't quite do it for me. Um, I, right. I I I. I it sort of came. It wasn't quite to the level of like a like a M Night Shyamalan kind of no, like twist right. reveal, but it, I I felt like they wanted you to have a bigger like ooh it's his brother oh, moment, and, and, and that, for me it was kind of like okay it's his brother. That I guess that you makes guys, sense. You guys are linked, yeah. Despite your hate, <laughs> despite Eve Plum's reaction, right? Um, you guys could have been having like joint birthday parties and stuff for William, and instead. <laughs> You've been murdering. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, you'll be, brother. You'll be 18 years of back tax birthday presents. <laughs> right, right. I want to say, it's fine. I've been homeless for, for all this time, so I ain't been paying taxes, brother. So it's just like the twist, like I yeah, get it, I but, you, it, yeah. it, but it didn't quite like have the resonance that I don't know, that, that I think the filmmakers wanted it to have. But right. whatever. Uh, and my second one is um, Ben's not a good guy. Like, no. he's no. not a good person, despite the fact that he's helping his old buddy. Like, he's got a an arsenal of weapons. Mm-hmm. He's perfectly cool with, with Dwight just murdering a man on his property. Yeah. Uh, and then he gives him supplies to go murder more people. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, the, I... The gun that he gave Dwight, like I bought the set of gun shows, so it doesn't have papers. Like yeah, that's not yeah. a good thing. Like he probably would have been at the Capitol. Yeah. <laughs> Being in Virginia, I can almost guarantee you Ben Ben Gaffney would have been on the January sixth insurrection. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Ben's not a good guy. Ben, no, he's that's, not. That's not that, that's uh, that's my second bad Oz. That's but, fair enough. Fair right. enough. What what's your huh? Um, Wade was in prison for twenty years for murdering Dwight's dad. Mm-hmm. William is Dwight's half brother from that affair. William's still a teenager. 
How? Carry the two. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't understand that. Conjugal visit. Yeah, it wouldn't have been her half brother though. The dad was dead, mm. and it wouldn't have been. It wasn't Wade's kid. Was well, like William was Wade's brother, teenage mm. brother, but also Dwight's half brother, teenage from a murder that occurred twenty plus years, twenty years over twenty May- years ago. Okay, I got it. Maybe it was a twenty-seven month gestation period, possibly. Or he was born on leap day, <laughs> which, which in reality makes him like five, <laughs> or, five. Or, 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 or if we, if the kid's 18, it would make him like 72. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I just, that, that for me was like, how do you have a teenage half brother from an affair over 20 years ago? Like, I'm, even if you add the nine months, like of like, oh, we, you know, it was just that night that yeah. he was conceived and then murdered. It's like, eh. I'm going with 27 month gestation period. I think so. Yeah. He, he some just, he some just mammals, <laughs> some mammals are pregnant longer than others. And we never saw Mrs. Cleland. Yeah. Maybe she, <laughs> maybe this is a Tiger King kind of Southern thing. And, Ooh, there you go. He just yeah. didn't want to so come that, out. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> it's so warm. Uh, <laughs> what's the, okay. What's the youngest Bluth, uh, Bluth son's name? Uh, Buster, yeah, uh, Buster, yeah. Buster Bluth. Uh, he was in there yeah. for eleven months, and she had, had <laughs> she had she had claw marks on her cervix. <laughs> oh, Buster, good old mother boy, Buster Bluth, mother boy. So. <laughs> All right, so that's that's my ha. Huh, is how do you have a teenage half brother from yeah. an affair over twenty years ago? Yeah. So <laughs> do the math. Um, all right, for my ha, huh, I've got several down here. Uh, let's go with, how did he get out of the hospital without being seen or questioned? Like, if somebody he shows... Walked, he walked out the back door. You saw it. Yeah, I mean, but, like, if somebody shows up to the hospital covered in blood yeah, and, and with an arrow through their leg, you'd think that this isn't, like, a routine... ER right. isn't like like this isn't is. like like I fell this off is, the monkey bars you know this is this is Virginia <laughs> I guess you're not wrong there <laughs> but like it shows up with with I get it already sawed off arrow with his leg yeah exactly yeah and you and yeah. clearly like if you can like he tried to treat himself I'm sure as they uh-huh. were as they were doing their work they would have noticed you know like like he's been pulling on this thing and he's been trying yeah. to treat himself and. Uh, like you wouldn't like call in the authorities to help and like investigate, right, investigate. things. No. <laughs> Why well, maybe the hospital was also going to seek revenge on the Cleland, so they didn't get the police involved. <laughs> this is all a big Cleland conspiracy. They, Everybody they, hates the Cleland. That, 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 that's where William was born, and they ne- they never pay yeah. pay the <laughs> pay the hospital bill. <laughs> We're gonna get him. I think I figured out the William thing. By the way, because. Maybe because he's Dwight's half brother, maybe William is like thirty-two, and okay. Dwight's only claiming half of those years because he's my half brother. Hence, him <laughs> being a teenager. There you go. That's probably it. <laughs> maybe there was a bigger M Night Shyamalan twist, and and Dwight was and Dwight is the one who is the half brother. He was he was he's really he's really eighteen years old. Yeah, <laughs> right. There you go. Maybe they're. Maybe together they make a full brother, <laughs> just like Daniel Craig and El Pacino. Yeah, just like Daniel, just like Craig Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just oh I'm, my. Well, I'm thinking of like the movie thing, like the thing where like like they yeah get, yeah they yeah. get mashed together and there's just heads everywhere and yeah they or they go into they go into like kill the dogs and it's just the, you know, like yeah. all the all the huskies. Oh boy, uh, we we actually had more fun covering Blue Ruin than I thought we would. <laughs> I know we we should cover we should cover movies like this more often. Yeah, yeah, real downers. We, 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 we I know we could have some laughs at a movie like this. Speaking of laughs, I bet we have a riot next week. Well, next week uh, is a new month, Oz. New, new month. month. New month. June June twenty three. I, oh god, it's house. June already, and again, both yeah. of us, as, as as our thousands of listeners are aware, we both work in public education, so June is is a sigh of relief for us. Yes, it really is. It really truly is. Time uh, time to recharge yeah. the batteries. Yeah, why why did we do? You know, now that I'm looking at May, and we post on Wednesdays, there's <laughs> there's actually one more Wednesday in May. but oh i don't care we're gonna do this basically but it's may 31st so you know what i may do i just may i may post next week's episode on june 1st and then say ha ha (laughs) (laughs) just just blame it on the on the math of will of william throwing you off of his age that's true there that's what it was (laughs) it was all this math and so there were five there were five five may wednesdays I think I went off of it because there's only four May weekends, and we re- usually record on the weekends yeah. before we changed up our... That's probably... It doesn't matter. What do we got next? What's the new theme next week? Well, we have... Uh, for the next for the next month, we have... Yeah. Uh, the new theme is uh, bad movies based on TV shows. Mm. So, ba- June 23, bad movies based on TV shows. Right. We are not going to comment on... The quality of the TV show. No, yeah, this has nothing to do with the TV show. It has no, everything but... to do with the fact that it is a bad movie based on a TV yes. show. Yes, yes. And what are we going to start next month with? Because it's your movie. <laughs> it is. I picked a movie that I had only seen bits and pieces of, uh, which is at... more than I've seen. I've not yes, seen at anything. The, at the time of this movie. recording, I'm literally halfway through the movie, and oh yeah, it's 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 not good. As uh, for taking a, taking a turn from this month, yeah, it, it's not good in ways that I that are even kind of surprising to me because oh, there, there's great. aspects of it that are kind of fun, but. Uh-huh. It's bad because it's like racist and things, oh. and yeah. Uh, and that movie would be mm-hmm. 1999's Wicka 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 Wild Wild West, G- the one with Jim West, Desperado. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Will Smith Kevin Klein vehicle. Is Salma Hayek in this movie. Salma Hayek is in it. Uh, half yeah. of Kenneth Branagh is in it. Um, oh, M. Emmett Walsh is in it. Uh-oh. Selma Hayek and M. Emmett Walsh. They're probably lovers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Some really unexpectedly steamy scenes between M. Emmett really, Walsh and Selma really Hayek. Really gratuitous. Yes. Yeah. Really they, they really, They really pushed the PG-13 line a long ways. Yeah, it's Wild Wild West after dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what happens when the sun goes down? That's actually where they got the idea for the girls gone wild. <laughs> it's because, from M. Emmett Walsh. Yeah, <laughs> this movie was originally called "Girls Gone Wild Wild West." <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what I heard. Yeah, Girls that was that wild was wild the West. that was the working title. 
So, so I've, yeah. I've not seen this movie. I'm not looking forward to seeing this it's... movie, but I am looking forward to talking about this Yes, movie. I am looking forward to making fun of this movie with you next yes. week. Yes, for sure. Uh, we've got a whole month of... A whole month of that, like yeah, yeah, there will we're, be we're, no we're, we're we're torturing ourselves. Although I I am um I am excited about the second week just because it's a there's a nostalgia there for oh our yeah week. oh it's yeah. it's not good no it's a terrible I, movie but I've yeah. revisited it somewhat recently like within the last year probably mm-hmm. hoping to tap into that nostalgia. Yeah, it's like up in flames. I'm watching it like, oh my god, young me was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Not young Stupid. me. Young, young young me was a genius. Present me is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't say I got better. I'm just saying young me was also dumb. So, all right, we will be back next week to cover Wild Wild West while we kick off bad movies based on TV shows. Uh, I. I I do like I do look forward to the torture with you. Yeah, it's it'll it'll be a fun month because we'll make it a fun month despite the yes, we, despite the awful films that we're choosing to watch. That's fine. You know, we can't cover good movies all the time. No. It's really it's really been a solid year so far. I mean, sequels better than the original. Wives Choice is never a disappointment. Yeah. Guilty Pleasure Month. I mean, that was great. That was, that was great. Yeah. Re- wrestlers and movies we <laughs> knew was going to be bad. And honestly, I wasn't as disappointed. Really, Ready to Rumble was the only clunker. Like, <laughs> Santa Slay was not good. <laughs> but, like, oh, I love No Holds Barred, though. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I admit that it's bad. I know it's terrible. But but it's the, the nostalgia stays there, whereas yeah. it didn't in next in two weeks. And then yeah. Bluey's month was, was a fun month. Yeah, yeah. Wide variety ne- of movies with, with, with Next Bluey month is going to... Next month may may compete with uh, Hallmark Movie Month of <laughs> December of 21. Yeah. So, all right. Well, social media-wise, you know where to find us, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, link to Patreon is also down below if you'd like to contribute there. It is always greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. And Bluebies is over. We're on to good or bad movies based on TV shows. And uh, we're kicking it off with a doozy. <laughs> wild, wild, wild west. And, uh, and we might as well stay in the dirt for the rest of the month. So. Yep. And we got, uh, we got five of them. We do. Five. <laughs> yep. Five yep. weeks we, we, we chose a five-weeker for this month. Yeah. Well, honestly, it would have been tough to find five for the, for the following month. So. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are more bad movies based on TV shows than good movies yes. based on TV yes, shows. Yes, there are. Yes, there are. So, uh, for another week of Let's Talk About Flicks, I'm Oz. I'm Curtis. And we'll see you guys next week.